Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Wellness Myth Busters. I have a topic today that I'm quite fascinated about, if I'm honest with you guys. But first, let me introduce my guest. His name is Joe. Joe is a performance nutritionist with an interest in actual food production with nutritional principles, and he's worked with national and international athletes, including rugby and football, soccer <laughs> players. Hey, Joe. Hello. Welcome to the episode. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no, it's awesome to have you because this topic, as I said, fascinates me a little bit. And we're talking about cheat meals. Cheat meals. Right? Ooh. It's such a big thing in the industry. I mean, you hear everybody talking about their cheat meals from uh, the rocks, crazy sushi meals that we can see on the internet and everybody's talking about or, or just like regular fitness people who are just, well, really going for cheat meals. So... I want to know first, for, for first, generally speaking, what are cheat meals for our listeners who are not necessarily familiar with that term? Yeah, so like cheat meals are usually sort of meals that you'll have aside from your general clean, healthy eating. Say maybe on a weekend or a Friday and a Saturday, something where you will then, apart from all the clean eating that you've done in the rest of the week, you will then be able to on those specific days essentially eat what you'd like yeah. sort of if you've eaten healthy five days of the week really good um balanced diet and then say you fancy the pizza on a friday and loads of cake on those two days is the cheat meal to allow you to sort of cleanse your your mind from having to sort of stringently keep so that. it's really interesting like, that you said cleanse your mind right because what always came to my mind now, uh, well, everybody has an opinion about different things, right? I'm not going to say what I what I personally think of cheat meals, but what fascinates me is I've always wondered why the word cheat. Do you think we're cheating on ourselves or on what our diet should be or on the diet? Like, what do you think? Why the term cheat? I think this, the term cheat is because you, you sort of, you're creating a mindset or sort of, Illusion's the wrong word, but you're creating like a, yeah, like the mindset around healthy eating, and you're trying to keep in, on track with that through the most part of your, yeah. your week. But then cheat in terms of you sort of, it's wanting to let loose a bit. Yeah. So you're cheating the system. Diverging from yeah. your. You're wanting to solve, yeah, that's a good word, like diverge from the healthy eating, sort of cheat the system a bit and have a little bit of something that you, you wouldn't necessarily have within your healthy diet, be it a pastry in the morning yeah. or something, or I'd say pizza or some cake or something like that. Um, gotcha. Some some Nutella pizza with the cake whoa. on top and the fries on some top. And on you know top what <laughs> you know what they say, if you do it wrong, do it right. However, I'm wondering what are the benefits or potential negative sides associated with cheap meals? Um let's start with the benefits. Potential benefits. Yeah, so potential benefits of it that sort of having those not stringent but quite strict days of healthy eating, having some cheat meals within sort of the end of the week or midweek whenever you fit them in, it can actually help you to keep focused on actually eating healthy because you know you, you're looking forward to having that piece of cake, having yeah. that pastry. And that keeps you on track, psychologically on track, speaking. Yeah. So it's a quite a big psychological tool to help you to stay regimented, determined to keep that healthy diet going. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it can also help with, say, food cravings. Yeah. So if you particularly crave, oh, let's have that bit of pizza or something, but you, you're wanting to keep that healthy diet going, mm-hmm. you've got that set specific time that you know you can have yeah. that if you should wish to continue that craving. Or yeah. If the craving is so strong. So it probably to... provides structure for people who have cravings on a regular basis yeah. and knowing that you allocate a specific time of the week yeah. for that. Yeah. Okay. In terms of, actually, in terms of metabolism, or do you think there are benefits to those cheat meals? Um, so, yeah, there are. there is some possible benefit within, like, actual metabolism, because when you eat really healthily, um, there's a hormone called leptin um, that is basically helps... Um, with sort of fat mobilization and energy balance okay. and stuff like that. And when you're eating healthy, quite a lot of the time, it's probably to maintain or lose weight. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you're reducing sort of bad fats and maybe slightly good fat mm-hmm. uh, sort of intake. Whereas sort of cheat meals work on the premise that because the meals that you'll have um, will probably be a bit more high sugar, high fat. Yeah just to obviously treat yourself, um, the leptin within them will um, sort of be boosted within your diet because um, as fat intake uh, reduces, so does leptin. Yeah. And therefore it might sort of stop you from feeling more enthusiastic about exercise. Okay. Um, Sort of it'll actually, less leptin in your diet can actually slow down your metabolism. Okay. So... So kind of there keeping is, your body on your on its toes, essentially, right? yeah. Keeping your metabolism on its on, on its yeah. proverbial toes. Yeah. Uh, okay, interesting. And now, if we're talking about the potential negative sides yeah. associated with it, so like we touched on it briefly, talk about the like, psychological aspect, yeah, of cheat meals. There is obviously the psychological benefits. You know, you've got that thing to aim for. Uh, that day specific yeah. the meal Christmas of have. meals <laughs> exactly yeah um, so you're looking at that but the drawback of that is that this restriction could lead to sort of you, that those food cravings becoming stronger yeah and you could get sort of frustrated that you you want to have this particular thing but you can't and then it could lead to increased like frustration levels and getting a bit ratty a bit angry. yeah 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 for um, sure some people it might be a bit of uh, a bit of depression or something cause yeah you, it's something that's you've restricted yourself from but it sort of feels unreachable until yeah. then yeah so there's there's that possible side effect um and also once it comes to those cheat days because you've uh, stayed away from all these foods for so long that there could be a reverse effect where you overindulge and you go absolutely to town yeah i was about to ask you this food i was about to ask you is there is there a rule are there rules uh you know because okay one might think right i can eat my body weight in ben and jerry's but there's probably you know a limit to what you can do depending on how much you weigh or yeah i think the best advice you can give is like quote-unquote moderate indulgence sort of thing so you're not smashing those tubs of Ben and Jerry's like stack of three, woof, they go. It's sort of like you still keep that healthy mentality, but you've got 
like half a tub of Ben and Jerry's or you go for more um, healthier versions of Ben and Jerry's like frozen yeah. yogurt or yeah. items such as like the like the different ice creams that are quite low calorie now but maybe higher in protein. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's different brands available, but something that is switching the main treat but making it healthier. Yeah. Um, so trying to switch up that. Yeah. Um, so you're still having that treat. But it's a healthier version of. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, moderate indulgence is the key term, really, because it, it could be so dangerous to absolutely shovel yourself with. Yeah, of course, of course. Thing, yeah. And in, in, do you think it should be a cheat day, a cheat meal? Is there, you know? Yeah, I'd say, if I was to advise anyone, I would say to have a cheat, like an actual meal that is a cheat meal. Yeah. Because a cheat day could twenty four hours is could that. be a long time. Food. Yeah, <laughs> and like it leads back to sort of the the drawbacks of the whole premise of a cheat meal mm-hmm. is that if you were to have a cheat day and you just absolutely chopped yourself full of I don't know what whatever you crave, yeah, I don't know. Um, it could again lead to like psychological states of sort of guilt and yeah. gluttony, and it's like a did some obviously reading around it. There's a few studies that have looked at sort of the meal engagement of cheat meals and stuff, um, and it's it's a lot higher in males and females because of sort of the interesting this stuff like body dysmorphia and wanting to look bigger or yeah. get stronger and stuff like that. Yeah. There's also the term um, orthexia, which is sort of similar. I don't know if it's an actual real defined term, but it's in the same sort of vein as anorexia. Yeah, yeah, um, eating disorders eating generally. Disorders. Yeah. So it's basically doing cheat meals can create these um, these sort of symptoms yeah. of eating disorders yeah, yeah, without yeah. maybe sort of the psychological aspects of it, but it's yeah. creating like an eating habit yeah. that can lead to total restriction of yeah. certain food groups or it can lead to overindulging yeah and can mimic um, some of these eating exactly. disorders right yeah, yeah yeah of course and actually as a nutritionist because okay we've seen the pros the cons it's it's all well and good but um what do you think of them as a nutritionist um be it for a regular person who mm. trains and who eats and who tries to keep track of their diet and yeah. their eating habits and and for an athlete who has a different, you know, maybe yeah. sometimes more restricted um, period of time where they need to eat really clean before yeah. a competition or something like that. Yeah. I think for for the regular person, it's a lot easier in terms of to be able to have maybe one of those cheat days because unless you're obviously training for a specific event, you, you, you're not an elite athlete. So if you're not gonna be going to the olympics and wanting to yeah. win that gold medal but you might have your own goal smash that 10k mm-hmm. run time half marathon whatever that sort of goal is yeah um but yeah in terms of having cheat meals for sort of general public i think there's, there's only so much willpower somebody can have to stay away from um sort of unhealthy foods yeah and having those sort of off meals where you can actually afford to sort of let loose a bit, sort of just enjoy the, the pleasure of eating, really. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's once twice a week. Yeah. I think for a meal, yeah. for a general regular exercising uh, individual, I think it's all right yeah. as long as again you understand that this is this is to sort of let loose to be able to relax, yeah. enjoy the food. Yeah. It's a one one time a week, two yeah. times a week. Well, then the rest of your your week, you are generally being conscious of the the intake of food, yeah. the quality and the balance of vegetables, uh, fruits, yeah. good proteins, good fats. Yeah. Um, for the sort of elite athlete, you're working so hard, you're using so much energy that, in one sense, you could almost eat whatever you want. Yeah. Because it's it's turning food into fuel yeah. in that particular aspect. Yeah. But then, even though I've said that, the fuel that is the food you want the best quality and the yeah. best nutrition you can to be able to define you from athlete A, B, C. So you can be the best at your position, your sport. Mm-hmm. So again, like as I say, we've I've worked with sort of elite rugby players quite recently, and as a club, as a set of teammates, they have gone to different sort of events in other countries to have mm-hmm. like a weekend off. Yeah. It's even they competing in sort of high end elite rugby. They will have a weekend off. And they will just go mm-hmm. essentially wild, like rugby players are wild anyway, yeah. but they will go off on one. But then fully in the knowledge that come Monday morning, if they're not there on time ready yeah. to train, they will be whipped into shape. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Of course. Um, so even there, there is space for cheat meals, cheat days. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot more, you have to be a lot more stringent, a lot more conscious. Of course. It will be once every few months instead of once wow. every, every of course, week. Wow, of course, of course. Um, so, yeah. So, generally, would you recommend, let's talk the the rest of us, you know, who are not necessarily elite athletes. Yeah. Um, would you recommend cheat meals over indulging with something small? Let's say um, I'd like to have a little dessert, but I've mm. been really good all day. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean that I'm bad having dessert, but, you know, I'm, I'm using terms, simple terms here. Um. Would you recommend indulging whenever you'd like in small amounts mm. or having a full blown out cheat meal, yeah. you know? Um, I'd probably, I'm sort of talking from personal sort of experience as well. I'd rather having the little and often mm-hmm. rather than the one big day. Yeah. So say it's maybe a little four squares of chocolate yeah. at the end of a meal or... Yeah. I don't know, like a little bit of like a bit, a bit of ice cream, something. Yeah, a little bit every day, as opposed to as opposed to having like a big yeah. sort of one meal where you just like yeah. oh, okay, have it. interesting. Um, yeah. And speaking of which, because Christmas is coming, Ooh, and yes, you know, or whatever you're celebrating around the world, but uh, we have a festive season coming up, and all the advent calendars that go with it. Because Ooh. you don't have to be a kid to have an advent calendar, right? No, I will right? be having. Okay, enough. okay, great. Um, <laughs> so, are there like is there advice that we can give to our listeners? Because I know it's really it's really stressful for a lot of people. They kind of feel like all the effort they've put in throughout the year is gonna go down like to waste because they're spending two weeks with their family or, you know, events here, events there. 
what can we tell them to relax and have a good festive seasons without completely panicking about it? Yeah. I think sort of the best thing you can do is in one one way obviously be conscious you know that you're probably gonna eat a bit more. And that is a natural thing. Like yeah. especially within the winter time as well. Yeah. You are going to eat more to stay mm-hmm. warm, etc. But for like Christmas, um I think the main thing is you, you do have to enjoy the time. Yeah. Is the time you're there with family, with friends, and you are going to be eating because that's what people that's love to do. What we do. <laughs> um, but I think it's just being really conscious and taking sort of every little meal that you have. Um, obviously, you say it's main Christmas meal or etc. Be really conscious of what you're eating. Look at sort of it'll be maybe what turkey um, is obviously the major probably uh, meal there or. Don't know nut roast and stuff like that. Um, look at the amounts that you're eating. Uh, just make sure that you're not having too many roast potatoes, yorkshire puddings, whatnot. Look at more of like your vegetables um, and your meat, or um, add obviously your potatoes and carbohydrate in there. But look at sort of the way they're cooked as well. Understand how much, if say if your vegetables are being uh, boiled. Um, they'll obviously be a lot healthier than, say, those have been roasted um, because the roasting is obviously a high fat content. Should you boil your chocolate? Boil your chocolate? (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. Um, But, yeah, I think it's just being very conscious of what you eat. Yeah, the quality as well. Yeah, looking at the quality, looking at all the little snack meals around sort of that particular time, like there's, yeah, the advent calendars you'll have your different selection boxes of chocolates and goodness knows mixed nuts and yeah other stuff like that it's, it's looking at everything being conscious of what you're putting in your hand in your mouth sort of and just understanding that the, the main principle of eating is to provide full fuel for your body to to function and during the christmas period of time unless you're doing sort of winter walks with the family which I personally love anyway, but um, you're not really going to be very active, probably, yeah. usually during this period of time. So understanding that you don't need as much fuel within to, to keep your body moving yeah, because you'll be, I don't know, sitting down, watching TV, chatting, goodness knows, jigsaws, <laughs> you, you don't need as much food, even though there is the temptation to eat more because it's lovely yeah. food, there's plenty of it. But it's the understanding that essentially food is fuel. Yeah. Therefore, when you're not doing much, you don't need as much yeah. food. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, I think general things, just be really aware. I'd say don't res- don't restrict yourself for the sake of healthy eating. Enjoy the time. That's the, it's the whole point of this holiday. Yeah. Is to enjoy, to celebrate with family. Um, be it how you choose to celebrate it but yeah just be really conscious eat within your needs yeah don't sort of overindulge yeah um but just finding that balance right just like we said about the cheat meals and um so that was really interesting and to round it up generally um do you have any advice you'd like to give at the end to just round up the (laughs) the episode about cheat meals and generally 
I think, yeah, cheat meals in general, I think there is a place for them. I think it can be really beneficial if you're trying to keep on that track of healthy eating, if you're trying to make the best of what you're doing to exercise and to, to fuel that exercise, get fitter, get stronger. Your cheat meal is there to give you that treat, give you that goal to strive for. Um, and I would highly advise that in terms of be it little and often, with a little bit of chocolate, be it one big meal that's, goodness knows, pizza and chips. Mm-hmm. I think if you've got that once a week, so if you've got that to aim for, it's a really beneficial thing because it'll help you psychologically, it'll help you to have a goal to strive for alongside the goal that you're doing with exercise, with just healthy eating. Yeah, and I think it's um, it's to yeah. remind everybody um, that that it's not because something works for someone else that it works for you, right? If yeah. you feel like psychological effects are, are just adverse to you and it, it, they just don't work and you start being paranoid about your food, yeah. then you can try something else, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean that having like one big Sunday of um, food right, left and center works for you. Yeah, I, I once heard a little story from Chris Hoy, the Olympic uh, track cyclist that, um, don't, don't quote me on it, but it's something along the lines of that if he sort of craved a chocolate bar or something, he'd think about it, right, that's one one time he's thought about it. Then if it happened again, he'd be like, right, that's two. And on the third time, if it was if he thought about it again, instead of depriving himself and forever craving it, he'd just have it. He'd just have that little bit of chocolate yeah. to keep him going. And that'd satisfy him for however a few more weeks or whatever of that regime. But he's sort of using those little techniques of if you if you crave it once, just check yourself. Do I need it? Do I really want it? If it happens a few more times, just be like, right, is it going to fit within my eating today? Yes, go for it. And then yeah. sort of get back into that level of mm. understanding, right, I'm healthily eating, yeah, doing this, doing that. But if, if the urge is so strong that you're going to think about it night and day, have sleepless nights... <laughs> chocolate pie dreams yeah well yeah just uh (laughs) just have that time again don't overindulge it but have a little bit just to satisfy that need and then yeah yeah. because i think sometimes we're we're there's also like boredom hunger versus physiological hunger so yeah great and guys don't stress out at christmas right have a great time enjoy the time and joe said enjoy the time and he's a nutritionist we should listen to him right (laughs) uh joe is there anything you would like to tell us about where can people find you um so generally day to day i'm sort of working with um a company called pro life fitness Mm -hmm. sort of helping the nutrition side there alongside uh like personal training so Um, you can find me on, oh well, find me on their website, um, and also send me uh, emails if you've got anything regarding nutrition, any questions, any queries about cheat meals as we've been talking about, or anything else. Um, that email is um, nutrition at prolifefitnessltd.co.uk, and that's where you can ask all your questions. All questions. Which advent calendar should I get? Should I boil my chocolate? Or <laughs> I feel like having four pizzas topped with Ben and Jerry's. Should I have it? Um, thank you so much, Joe, for being our guest today. It was very informative. It was great. I learned a lot myself. Um, guys, have a beautiful Christmas time and New Year. And we will have a special episode 
in the new year to keep you guys on track with your goals and your motivation, be them fitness related, nutrition related, you'll know everything. Stay tuned. We'll see you soon.